Hey everyone, welcome back to Two Girls. And a few thoughts. Oh my gosh, so where do we begin? It's summertime, we're excited, it's sunny, it's hot. This is like our favorite time of year, T. You know it. Absolutely. So let's get into it. How's your week been going? What's going on? What's happening? It's been hectic. It's been a bit of a crazy week at work. Mm -hmm. But I'm excited to have the summer off. Yeah. Beautiful weather. You know, my favorite thing to do is have a picnic and chit-chat. Same. With the girls. Yes. I'm really excited about that. So good. It was so good. I mean, and, you know, heading back outside yesterday, went, going to Red Rooster. I haven't been there in forever. Like, probably, like, more than, like, a year. So that was, like, nice to be, like, out and in the mix. Yeah, that was kind of cool. You know, I'm always a little bit wary about Red Rooster because I've had two really bad experiences with the food. Oh, but no. Last night was actually pretty good. So I'll I'll give them that. Like, yeah. Pretty good in the sense of it wasn't disgusting. But the drinks were good. The oh, my God. So good. So definitely a win. A definite win. I really enjoyed the lobster roll. I'm like so upset that like I actually did not get my fries. Yeah, but, you oh, God. but the salad like was actually really morning. good, though. And I also finished the, sa- the lobster roll at 2 in the morning. Yeah. yeah. The salad actually had in some, like, interesting, like, leaves and other stuff that I actually had never seen before that I thought was pretty interesting. But it was, like, a sweet, citrusy sort of a thing happening. Mm. You didn't like it? I wasn't excited by the salad. Really? No. You know, in these social situations, especially at a restaurant where I'm kind of iffy about I am more excited about the conversations that we have and just the vibe of having the girls around and kind of reconnecting, just having some real conversations. It's more like, uh, the food is okay. Now, if we were talking about Melba's or Rose Oh, my God. That is like the Harlem spot. You know, that's more my vibe for a great food experience. You're obsessed. Obsessed. You are obsessed. Mm-hmm. I have some Melba's and that red velvet. I mean, I have certainly had enough red Melba's, red velvet, the whole situation for like a good five years. I mean, we were just in that spot all the time because you love it so much. Because it's that kind of good. Oh my gosh. I mean, but like, I like it. It's vibesy. I mean, they expanded. That's mm-hmm. That's cool. I haven't been there since that. But I also really enjoy Row House. Like, I think that Row House is always, like, extremely vibrant. For sure. Like, the music is always good. Yeah. Kale salad? I have not. You know, I'm not crazy about kale. So, like, I've never actually had their um, kale salad. It's amazing. Yeah, kale is, like, not... I don't know why everybody's into it. I'm just like, eh. Yeah, they make it interesting. Like, that is an interesting salad, for sure. Yeah. I actually also had an interesting salad a couple of days ago at Sweetgreen. Mm-hmm. I went in and I was going to get my, my usual thing and didn't see it. But they have this new thing called like guacamole greens. Mm-hmm. And it's like a lime cilantro vinaigrette. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not, it was interesting. I liked it. I actually enjoyed it. I could see where they were going. It's summertime. They want to keep it light, keep it refreshing. Um, Sweetgreen is like my favorite salad place. Mm-hmm. Like, I just find their salads to be so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, do you I go to them all the time? I opposite experience at Sweet Grace. Really? Yeah, because I just feel like it's too leafy. <laughs> and I get that it's a salad place, but I'm like, why I gotta be so green? 
my salad spot used to be chopped when I worked in Manhattan. I was I like, yeah, they, they like the way that they combine the ingredients. It just makes it feel like it's not really a salad, but a complete meal. And sweet greens, you know, it's probably more of like a dating pickup spot now. <laughs> right. It's like, maybe you're going to meet the love of your life at the pickup counter. I don't know, sweet green. Yeah, no one's in here doing that. It ain't about the salad <laughs> No one's in here doing it's that. Really not. I, and I get it. You know, people are outside without the masks and things. So the world is open. It's time to find a date. Mostly. Mostly open. Yeah, no, I uh, I generally tend to enjoy sweet green. There was another place, too, that also had um salad. I don't even know if they're around. Was it, was it called, like, Pax? You remember when there we were at Victoria's Secret and like there was like a there was a Pax right like yeah. right on that block? That's also not there either. I know that must have closed down. I think that's a deli now. Mm-mm, it's a Happy Socks. Oh, it's a Happy Socks. Girl, Happy that's Socks cool. has locations. They have this one on Tutty Fort, and then they have another one that's on in by Times Square. And I was just like, who really needs socks this much? I mean, I get it, socks are cool, but like you need a two storefronts within like. That close of each other? That's 34, why, 40 seconds? What are we doing? Amazon or at Target. Right. I, I don't know. The sock people want to go in and try on the socks, friend. Try on the socks. Like, I don't know. I've never been. Disclaimer, I've never been, but I'm just assuming people want to go and engage with the socks. They want to touch the socks. Do they feel soft? What the texture is like? Yeah. You know? I'm not with it. No. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming. <laughs> you know what? Maybe they don't actually let nobody try the socks. Let me stick with that. Maybe it's a touch and feel thing. Texture. If you're going to get yeah. nice socks, you want to be able to touch them, engage with the material. That's what I would want to do. Yeah. I'd want to go in and check out the socks. Do you even wear socks? You don't wear socks? I do. Oh, okay. Um, just very infrequently. I usually wear socks on a plane. Yes. Because I Breathing. really feel like it's important for my feet to be generally free. So yes. socks are kind of like my plain shoes. You know, I walk around in the plane in the socks. Yeah, it's a thing. Why do you feel the need to make up terms like car coats, airplane shoes? They're mm-hmm. actually not shoes. They're socks. But they're airplane shoes. But they're like, but they're actually just socks though. No. You ever been like on a long flight and just keep your shoes on the entire time? Yeah, I never so do. I always take socks, but I just call them socks. No, but that's <laughs> plane shoes. Because if you need to walk around the plane... You do it in your socks? I do it in my socks. Are you insane? Because that's what they're for. They're plane shoes. And you gotta... Wait. Them, you discard them on your way out. No. Yes. Let's no. talk about this. I have known you now for what? 20 something years? I have never pegged you to be a person walking barefoot, sorry, with socks mm-hmm. on an airplane. Yeah. Are you not so like, where are you going? To the bathroom? I might be going to the bathroom. And you went in your socks? And I go in my socks. My socks are going to be disposed of after the flight. I was just about to ask. Yes. I was literally about to ask you I'm if you're trying to wear these socks. I'm literally wearing the socks for the plane and that's it. That's crazy, T. Socks for when I return. Wow. Yes. So there are departure flight socks, and then there are return flight socks. You know, your little peculiar things are so fucking peculiar sometimes. Like, socks on the plane that you walk around with? Yeah, That's crazy. Do they have grip? Are they like hospital socks 
where they have they the little have grips grip. on the bottom. Yes, they do have the little grips on the bottom. <laughs> No thy yes. friends. Yes. No thy yeah, friends. So when you pick up your little socks, you go to Target and you like get your little socks. Well, I get everything at Target or Amazon. So I do get the socks with the grips. Specifically <laughs> for the plane. When I'm getting my travel size stuff from Target. And that's included. Also from in Target. List. Also from Target. I wow. put them on. I get on the plane. I feel super comfy on the plane. I go where I'm going, mm-hmm. and then I get rid of them once I get there, and I come back in a new pair of socks. So. Good for you. Yeah, it's great. You know, when you were talking about the travel section, my favorite travel section, always, Bed, Bath, and Beyond. Really? They are unmatched. They have the mm. largest travel size section that I have ever experienced. Like, and I can name you, like, even the specifics. It's it's every store. Because if you go to the one that's on, like, 62nd, like, around Lincoln Square, mm-hmm. Lincoln Center, um, they have a huge travel section. But mm-hmm. even the one that's in Chelsea, mm-hmm. also big travel size section. Like, it, it seems like it's one of their specialties. I actually would never really? think about Target and travel se- I mean, you could go to any pharmacy. Like, I usually go to, like, Dwayne Reed, CVS, whomever, but... Bed Bath & Beyond, they have so many products. I actually never noticed that. Hmm. Do you go there? Like that? No, not really. I've gone to Bed Bath & Beyond to find like random things for the house, uh-huh. but it's not really one of my places. So I don't think no. I've really noticed the travel section. Yeah. I'm definitely more of a Target girl. Oh so my God. I find all of the things at so why would i need to go anywhere else i mean i'm just very curious though were Mm -hmm. you this obsessed and this is for the audience right Mm -hmm. were you this obsessed with target before you started working there yeah 100 100 so before i worked at target i used to be at target every single weekend i would go to the one at riverdale it's crazy like why because there are so many things to do there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, run us through it. Because it's not so like, like this every is weekend, Mall of America or anything. Every weekend, you do need to stock your home with different things. You uh-huh. need essentials uh-huh. like uh, Clorox, of course. You might need detergent. You might need some food, whatever. And you go to Target. Mm. But in the back of your mind, you're also thinking, yes, I need to do my grocery and essential shopping. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I might need some makeup. Or I might need to look and see if there's a new facial cleanser of some sort. So maybe. maybe. What's on the market? Yeah. So while you're on that journey looking for the things that are on your weekend list, uh-huh. What Target does for you, it surprises you. Oh, Lord. Yes. So you walk in <laughs> and you're just like, oh, my God, this front section of the store with all these little knickknacks that are so like good. All under $5. Yeah. And you go, oh, I need that. I needed that thing. Oh, that's really cute. Why would I leave that there if it's only a dollar? So then you start piling up your cart with all of these random right. things. Right. And then you leave that section. And most times you had to travel through the clothing section. Have to. You have to. That's the only path. And then you're like, oh, this is cute. I needed that. And you right. see the graphic tees. You're like, this is really cute. Or this, this dress. Is also cute. And you're like, oh boom, my boom, God, boom. Target with the fashion. Right. And then. Before you know it. It's over. $200 it's like, later. You're. An hour yeah. later, you're like, I really only came here to get some time. 
You have everything you need. Wow. Yeah, yeah. No. So it happens all the time. So I've been doing that for years. Like I go to the Riverdale one all the time because mm-hmm. I live in the North Bronx. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, when I was in the South Bronx, I used to go. Actually, I I now go to the Mount Vernon location. I mm-hmm. used to go to the Riverdale location when I was in the South Bronx. Got it. So it's always been a part of my weekend routine. Shout out to Target, you know. I do love a new day, though. I feel like a new day have they like they have like really cute stuff. Like remember that one dress that I bought with like it's like long down to maybe like the shin or something, but Mm -hmm. it has like a little sexy back action. And I do love their bags, a new day. But outside of that, you know, like you think I'm shopping all the time, but I really don't. Like my Mm -hmm. shopping experience is that I'm going in, I know exactly what I'm getting, Mm -hmm. and then I'm leaving. Like, I have a running list, and it's organized according to general items, personal items, bathroom items, the whole thing. The entire thing is done. So, in the event that I can't find it on Amazon, because I'm going to check there first, or a local store, you know, the 99 cent store, wherever, the local CVS, wherever you have. Then, if I happen to be going with someone going to Target, then I will, like, look out for it. Mm-hmm. But like I really do not be on target the target one and done thing. Yeah, yeah. no. I'm still surprised by that. Because I know yeah. that your list is a meandering list. So all well, yours is equally exist, meandering. Yours is actually meandering. I mean let's be real. I don't let's be real. have a list. You just go in and you buy shit. I just go in and I buy stuff and I just know that I need the stuff. You just know life. you need it. I just know because uh-huh. I need it. Right. In essence, you're actually doing exactly the same thing. No. You are. I'm not going there every weekend. It's like 100 things long. No, it's not. It's It's absolutely less than 100 long. It 100%. Okay. And I ain't going every week either. You're there every week. I am there every week. (laughs) However, (laughs) we got to be real about your list because your list is probably like maybe one list is 80. And then the other list is 100. Then the other list is 50. But if you combine them, the no. list of things that you need... You're a scam! Hundreds. You're a scam! Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. You are a scam. But anyway, yeah. That is, that, is not, that is not true. America, anyone listening. Yeah, yeah. The lists are not that out of control. So how were those Dubai snacks that you just took from my cupboard? <sighs> They were so good. What was that? I have one? like a weird relationship with like banana chips. It's like I don't really like them, but sometimes I like nibbling on them. But they were actually very good. I might take the bag, actually. Yeah. What else did you open? I didn't open anything else. Mm-hmm. But I am having this um honey turmeric and ginger tea. So good. Is it? I have never had this mixture before. Hmm. Like I always get the ginger tea. I've actually never had the turmeric tea. And I generally you know I don't really like like I, like, I don't really like honey, but, like, sometimes I like it. Mm. But mostly I don't like the smell of it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but the honey, turmeric, and ginger, it, it, it's a very good complimentary. Like, the flavors are very complimentary. You know, a lot of people have been getting into turmeric and ginger because yes. of the pandemic. Like, it, uh-huh. it gives you such uh, benefits to improve your immune system. And Allegedly. And strength. and strengthen your ability to fight off viruses right um so it's become really really popular absolutely couple of months as people are trying to figure out other ways to fight the virus Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i think it's so interesting because 
these folks that are fighting the virus in the natural remedy way, yeah, these folks are still somehow opting to get the vaccine. So I'm like, is your remedy working? Do you trust it to work or not? That's a so. that's an interesting little segue. Before we get into that end of the conversation, I will say, in terms of natural remedies, mm-hmm. when I feel like maybe I'm having a sore throat, something's coming on, mm-hmm. garlic and ginger is the trick every single time sounds gross it is really not good it mm-hmm. like in terms of the flavor it really does not taste well but i'm telling you it works every time like i have not come down with a sore throat in at least like two years like ever since i've discovered this particular remedy i haven't done it you know like the old people them would say what it, what i said like um it's like lime and ginger or something mm-hmm. But the lime and ginger, I mean, it's cool, but it's not as effective as this garlic and ginger. And then what happens with the rest of your day as the garlic scent comes through your pores? No, no coming through the pores for me. Mm. No. You know what else I like that? Pores weird. Uh. It feels, to, it like, <laughs> once you, you're, you, <laughs> you brush your teeth, you're done. You're gone with the rest of your day. That's it. No, it's not lingering all day. Oh, my God. But I'm telling you, I'm good. I have a cup, and then I'll see how I feel throughout the day. At the, in the night again, I might have another one. Yeah. But two or three cups later, Kendra's good. You know, that eczema that used to have garlic every day, it used to smell like garlic Oh, all God. Day. All day. But, you know, he was Jamaican, so it was a worthy, it was a good trade-off. I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. The vaccinated folks and the natural remedies. The vaccinated folks and the natural remedies. Yeah. So they're still opting to get the vaccine, even though allegedly the remedies are working. (laughs) Allegedly, yeah. You know? So I think that's interesting. I'm wondering what happens now that these mandates are lifted, like Mm. around the mask wearing. Yeah. If people are still going to be incentivized to get the vaccine. Because that's the point if you can just not wear a mask without needing to verify that you're vaccinated. Yeah. What does that look like? My immediate thought is that I think people, let me just speak for myself, but as a West Indian woman, I've always seen like a marriage between medicine. Mm Mm-hmm. And like the natural remedies mm-hmm. and also prayer. Like for me, the things do not have to be separate. Mm-hmm. Actually, let's do them all. The more yeah. things that we do, I think will get me to the result that I need to do. Or perhaps it gives me the peace of mind. Like, yeah. I don't know. There is something about it's the passing down of traditions and knowing, I guess, first hand, second hand more so. That someone else has vouched that this has worked. This has been effective. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see no problem with doubling up on the efforts. You know I me. Mean? I, 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 will, I will do the doubling up. Yeah. I, I get that. I do agree that sometimes you do have to do all of the things in order to get the desired outcome. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. my law of attraction mind tells me. Yes. That if in fact I have said to the universe slash God. Oh, Lord. Here we go. That I want to be well. And I trust that the universe slash God will deliver this to me. Then I behave in such a way that it is already delivered in order to make sure that it is delivered. 
that is how I attract it into my world. So if in fact I'm attracting this mm-hmm. in that way or right. praying for this in that way, then why am I doing all this other stuff? Why am I getting in the way? The universe right. got it. God got it. You know, this devil's advocate here. I would be questioning why the oh. need to do all these things if we do in fact believe in prayer and or the law of attraction. Mm. Just a question over here. I'm just kind of blown away by this whole thing that you just said. You know, I'm always in constant amazement of your free spirit and <laughs> asterisk-ness. Like, uh, that's what you really think? You're really like, you know what? I prayed about it. I've attracted yeah. the good vibes. I'm going to be good. That's how it works. Well, we are sometimes, time, but no, not all the time. Would you like me to pull out my the secret? Oh I my God! Absolutely, do a full course on the law of oh Lord. or ask, and it is given. And we know that this is based on biblical teachings because prayer and the law of attraction—they're literally the same thing, but just two different names. But same just thing, two different names. So if we actually believe that God will deliver what we have asked for, and we are behaving in mm-hmm, the way that we mm-hmm. have already received it, that it shall be received. Oh Lord, Sister Tanya, I'm come through. You, <laughs> Oh my god. But when we don't actually believe that, uh-huh, and we start acting like, "Oh my gosh, I have to do all these other things to make sure that this happens." Then right. that tells God that we actually don't believe that we're going to get these things. We, we just want to be sure. Yeah, but then that's why you asked got COVID. That's what the fuck happened. Nah. That's what That's happened. not what happened. What happens is that we're in a pandemic. Nah. And the virus happened. is all around us. And people don't wash their hands very well. And people are not really showering. And personal hygiene is like a false concept in the United States. And you take the most thorough showers I've ever seen in my entire life. Actually, Anthony does. And you still got COVID. Well, first of all, I did take the precautions. Mm -hmm. I was at home. Yes. I mean, but I just had such like an underwhelming COVID experience, you, yes. you realize like mm-hmm. I had nothing going on. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, didn't feel lethargic. Like what were my symptoms? Did I have any? No, but you like, I actually don't. that virus. <laughs> that is like, my point. Like, no, you that is not. I, abs- I, I mean, I was not that worried about catching COVID. I'm fairly healthy. I don't have any underlying conditions. Mm-hmm. I was generally home. I really didn't think that something would, like something devastating would happen to me. But I recognize that it is a death sentence mm-hmm. depending on who it is, what they have going on. So I recognize it's very serious. Yes. But like, I really, it's just like, how did that even happen? Like, I don't know. But I'm anyway, clearly I have happened. a healthy immune system. Thank God. Shout out to my immune system yes. and my vitamin Ds and the Cs and everything yes. else that I take. I'm trying to remember it. But, you know. My prevent- point is that it's your fault. That's how you got COVID. Because you didn't believe that God got it. I wish the audience could see me rolling my eyes. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Right. So you think God going to have us as well now that we're in this period where the mask mandate has been you know lifted lifted I, like i'm almost afraid to say lifted but i will still be in this kn95 outside i know because you are attracting no 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 no, no. yes you're uh, being safe world, you know what? i don't really trust 
that y'all got it. I don't really trust that I'm going to be okay. So I'm going to continue to wear my KN95 because I feel like I am safer in this mask. I do feel safer in the KN95 if I'm going to be in a high traffic people area with people less than six feet away. And yeah. How long have you been wearing these KN95s? I actually just got these like what, two months ago? Okay. When did you have COVID? (sighs) Last month? No, that was like, what is me? You absolutely had this it last is May. Month. This is May. No, you had it the end of May. I did the end of April. No, I actually had it. You went to Vegas early April. When you returned from Vegas was when you had it. So last month you had COVID. During the two month time frame that you've been Wait, wearing KN ninety five. This is May. Last month with April. Yes. As oh I my was God. Just Yes. Yes. <laughs> so how well did those KN95 masks work well, for you? I did. I did not actually have a KN95 at that point then. So my time is my time is thrown off. Um. No, I'm like trying to track like through my Amazon orders. Like when did I actually order these masks? Huh. I don't know. I don't know, okay, but I have not been. I. The box is very full. Like, I haven't been wearing them all the time. I've been doing the other, like, non-surgical ones. Mm. But I do feel safer, better, peace of mind. When I'm in spaces, like the bus that I was just on, where it's me and everybody else on White Plains Road, and, you know, and a whole sports team came on, I do feel better being that I was in a KN95. It just, you know, you wear them. They feel better. I can breathe more. There's more cloth. I like the layers. Yeah, okay. Whatever makes you feel better. That's it. I'm just saying that for me, because I live my life by this law of attraction and because I live a prayerful life. Oh, God. This is why. There's things that are beyond my control and I just let God handle the rest. You do live in the clouds, though. So it's like you're just like floating through... It's like, what am I gonna do about people <laughs> like that get on the bus? Oh or my gosh! Walk into restaurants. Like when you think about this vaccine um, or non-vaccinated situation with the mask oh mandate, gosh. like there are so many gray areas mm-hmm. that people who are not vaccinated can uh, decide to be an imposter for the day, right? They can say, you know what? I have my vaccine and I'm not going to wear my mask because I just don't want to. And what are we supposed to do about that? Nothing. Dude, this whole situation, right? It's like, how are we going to track who's vaccinated? Like, Because it seems like the setup is, hey, person who I don't know, I'm going to trust that you're being honest about your status as it relates to being vaccinated and we're expecting people to be honest and you know we're both big believers in honesty people but the general public that we just think that people are going to be honest about it particularly coming off of being inside for a whole year people have been in isolation people are ready and tired of being inside want to get back outside Mm -hmm. and now we think that we've said Hey, everyone, if you're vaccinated, you're good. Don't worry about it. Who's to say that other people are 
you know, the people who have not been vaccinated yet, why won't they jump on board with that? Listen, I absolutely believe that the CDC understands that people will scam the system. I think that the CDC and our oh, so God. effective federal government understand that there's a lot of political pressure on them to reopen the economy. So in order to do that, they have to tell people, hey, it's okay. You can take your mask off and feel like it's 2019 again. Oh, God. Go out in these streets. Spend we want money, that old thing back. Et cetera. Let's get that old thing back. And... They are injecting this whole caveat of you need to be vaccinated mm-hmm. in order to go maskless, knowing that there's no way to verify that someone is vaccinated or not. Because in the initial part of this vaccine rollout, our previous president mm-hmm. did not put enough structure in place to make sure that there was good record keeping. So we've missed months of people that were vaccinated. Oh, Lord. And then now the record keeping that we have is what people walk around with a little paper document that somebody signed off on that people are already forging. Like, no way. They absolutely know what they're doing. They are literally telling us wear a mask if you want to. That's it. It don't have nothing to do with being vaccinated. That is what this new mandate is about. Wear a mask if you want to. Go outside. Spend some money. Let's get this economy reopened. Wait, hold up. So you think that people are forging their vaccination cards? Not that I think. I know. This has been all over the news, all on the socials. You know that I'm still on a news break. Oh. Yeah. yeah. This is a thing. I did not realize that people are already forging that. But Because I mean, it's handwritten. Sure, but like even if it were in digital form, you could forge it. Sorry. PDF. So it's like, how do you... How do we, how do they, because this is clearly not my issue, but mm-hmm. how do they find a better system? Well, I heard that there will be an app of some sort that is based on the new database of people that are getting vaccines. So now that there's structure in place to, to track the people that are getting vaccinated, then that will be attached to an app that kind of becomes like a vaccine passport to get you into places or get you to travel to places. Mm -hmm. And that will help to verify people um, that have been vaccinated. But in the meantime, just walking around in the streets, no one's asking you for a vaccine card. No one's checking to see if you're if you're vaccinated. And you really can't check anyway. You can. So So the lifting of the mask mandate really just means it's optional. Go back out of these streets. Have a girl summer. Oh, God. Vax waxed and free. Vax waxed and free. That's right. 2021, here we come. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. I have so... I I have so many feelings. Yeah. I mean, on the one hand, it's like... You want to have a trust in people and in humanity that they will be responsible enough. But given the track record of people, of, you know... I don't know, the last several centuries or so. <laughs> like, why would you think like, that would happen? What? We're literally asking Americans to self-regulate when we have shown no proof that we're able to do that. Yeah. Why would we do that? Why? 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 You know what it is? What? What is it? Get out of the world and spend some money. Reopen the economy. Capitalism. Capitalism. Go Capitalism. Yes. Thank you, Tanika B. For that O M G. Absolutely. 
I mean, I get it. Like, uh, you know, when you think about the economy, like you've heard me say a bunch of times, like when I've been to the city, like earlier on in the pandemic, even halfway through it, towards the end of 2020, I mean, the city looked so like desolate. It was mm-hmm. empty. It was deserted. I mean, so many businesses were shut down. Yeah. Like I was walking in Chelsea one day and I literally counted like, what was it? Like maybe like 20 storefronts that were closed mm-hmm. down. I mean, it's devastating because you think about the fact that this is someone's business. People worked sure. here. I mean, the impact of people has been tremendous, right? From the death, the job loss, the, you know, mental health issues. I mean, just so on and so on. It's like, it's, it's a pile up. So I understand this sort of urgency and a, and a desire. I think there is in some mix of this whole capitalism thing. There is a genuine desire for people to get back out and return to normalcy. Yeah. Normalcy, quote unquote. I just think it's one, it's absolutely driven by capitalism. And I think that that's the be all and end all. I don't think that the federal government is thinking about the impact that it's had on people and like the regular daily lives of people i think it is it's a all, big statement i think it's huge but i think it's about capitalism because when you think about even the progress of the vaccine before we rolled it out we talked about crowd immunity and how we needed to get to x percent in order to make sure that we were all safe uh-huh. we are nowhere near that so how is it that we're nowhere near that there's no significant increase of people getting the vaccines, even though the vaccines are more than available. Mm-hmm. There's no increase in more people participating, but you then move to remove the mask mandate and say to people, if you're vaccinated, you can remove your mask. How did we get there? Right. It don't make sense. Dang. I know. There's so many things that don't make sense here. Yeah. But it does make sense. But it does, but it doesn't. We gotta make some money. We have to make some money. That is what it's about. Ay, ay, ay. They're not gonna get me, though. Mm Mm-mm. No. I know. I see it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a rough one. I mean, you know what, though? It's like, at the start of this year, I I said to myself, man, Kendra, you... I have to get outside. Yeah. Like, I've been outside intermittently, but just, like, being able to, like, leave the house, like, not be at your desk for, like, hours a day. Um, summer is a thing that we look forward to Absolutely. as people in New York. Like, we don't get this weather all year round. So you want to be able to salvage and have some type of summer. Yeah. But obviously, we want to make sure that we're doing it safely. It's a, it's a tough one. It's like, what what is going to happen? I don't know. I really don't know. It is what it is at this point. Mm-hmm. It's already done. It's already done. So everyone just now has to manage as best as they can. Nikki and I were having a conversation. I think it was like maybe like last week or so. And we were talking about like lessons learned from the pandemic. And it's like, you almost wish there was a way for people to have a snapshot or something from this pandemic so that in the next pandemic it doesn't you know happen again Mm -hmm. but pandemics at this level happen so rarely it's like by the time we have like a next major wave we're probably not going to be alive let's just call it now 
well, you know, that's it's gonna be a while. Wonder. It's gonna be a while, but, but it's like you can't really. It's like you learn the thing, and the people who experience the pandemic, you you feel all the things, and you you feel the trauma, and you feel the anxieties, and you feel the this, and you feel the that, and you really want so hard for people to be like, let's not repeat this the next time. Mm-hmm. But by the next time it comes around, like you're so far removed from when you had that experience, it's no longer salient enough, and you probably might repeat the same. Absolutely. Again. You know, so many people are like writing books and recording their experiences. You have I mean, to. we're recording right now what right. our experience has been, so that might be helpful for people in the in the future. Mm-hmm. But in all honesty, and maybe this is just me. Like, I'm not thinking about 100 years from now when the next pandemic hits. I'm thinking about how do I get through the next day and the next week and the next month of whatever this pandemic has to offer? Because you just don't know. Right. You wake up tomorrow morning, they could decide, oh, you know what? There's a case in your community. We're about to shut this whole shit down. You just don't know. We're trying to go back home to Nevis. I thought things were getting better. All of a sudden, there's a case in St. Kitts. Now we shut back down again. What are we going to do? It's oh, so ever-changing. It's every few minutes, it seems like. There's a yeah. new development, and it rocks your entire world. So it just feels like the pandemic just wants to keep holding on. And Oh, know, God. Yeah, like, girl, go. Like, please go. Like, you can leave. Yes. So now we just got to live in this new mask mandate and go, you know what? Let's be free out here in this world and enjoy the summer. Oh, God. That's where we're at. Lord, you know what? I like that thinking, Tanya. Right? Yeah, let's leave it a positive note. Let's leave it a positive note. You know what? It already happened. The mask mandate is done. Summer is coming. Uh, Get a tan. Have some drinks. Picnic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have some good sex. Have some good food. Oh my god. Live your life. And yeah. You know what this makes me think so think of? Um a few years ago when there was like this whole free the nipple movement. Yes. Free the lips. Free the nose. (laughs) Get rid of the mask. It's amazing. It's like oh somebody needs to have like a catchy catchphrase for that, right? Right. Seriously. Free the face. Sure. Free the face. I like it. Free the face. Let's let's, let's get that going. Lord, by the end of the day. Seriously. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been so much fun. Hope you all enjoyed listening. Thank you so much for tuning in to Two Girls. And a few thoughts. See you all next time.